Meseches Kilaim, Perik Beis, Mishneches, 2.8. Ein somchen lestei tfua, chardel v'charia. One may not plant beside his field of grain, chardal, mustard, v'charia, saffron crocus. That's the plant from which saffron spice comes. Aval somchen lestei yerakos, chardel v'charia. But you can plant beside a field of vegetables of various plants, chardal v'charia, mustard, or saffron. Now, according to the Bartanura, the Pshah here is this. The mustard and saffron plants are inimical to grain. It damages grain. And that being the case, no normal person would plant saffron or mustard beside his grain. So if a person did that, then an onlooker would never think, even if the saffron or mustard were on the border of his land, the onlooker would never think that someone else, other than the owner of the field, planted that mustard or saffron because the owner of the field would never allow it to happen. He would object because the neighbor is damaging his property. That being the case, the onlooker will assume, says the Bartanura, that the same person who planted the grain must have planted the mustard or saffron, and therefore he'll be assumed to have planted kilaim. Mighty counterintuitive, but that's the shot according to the Bartanura. Now, Tosyontov just can't swallow that. He has a very basic question, which, according to how I've explained the Mishnah before, will be evident to you also. The previous Mishnah said, if you're planting wheat in your field, you can't plant at the edge of your field another strip with the possible exception of flax, which means other than flax, you can't plant other stuff over there. Now, this Mishnah is saying, go ahead, plant whatever you want as a strip at the edge of your field. Just make sure it's not mustard or saffron, because then people will assume it's yours, you planted Kilaim. So that sort of doesn't add up. And therefore, the Tosyonto says that's not the Pshat of the Mishnah at all. According to Tosyonto, the Pshat is totally different. The Pshat is, as we said previously in a previous Mishnah, the Torah's prohibition is planting Sadcha your field with Kilaim. But for you to have wheat and your neighbor to have barley and the two fields to touch one another is no problem. So this is sort of not objective, meaning external to the planter, it has to do with the field that belongs to the given the given farmer, the given person who planted it. And that being the case, says Tosyonto, a person would allow, be allowed to say, Reuven and Shimon are neighbors, and let's say Reuven, for argument's sake, has wheat and Shimon has barley. Reuven could take a patch right in the middle of Shimon's barley field and plant onions there without a problem. And even though the onions are not, you know, visually distinct necessarily from the barley in Shimon's field, so what? Shimon didn't plant kilaim. Reuven planted a separate section in Shimon's field, but it wasn't Shimon in his field who planted two different species. So that being the case, it would be okay, says the Tosyantov. And so be it. The problem is, if Reuven took a section inside of Shimon's land, and in that section, he wants to have this clever hop of planting different species inside there and not constituting kilaim, if Reuven would plant chardal v'charia, if you plant mustard or saffron, so then anyone who looks at that will never agree, never dream 
that Shimon allowed Reuven to plant mustard in the middle of his barley field, because everyone knows that mustard is bad news for barley. And therefore, it must be that Shimon himself is a Meshuggan, and he planted the mustard in the middle of his barley field. And therefore, it must be that Shimon is planting and allowing Kilayim to grow. Therefore, the Peshat and the Mishnah is, while you could put in your neighbor's field another species without any special separation, since it's not your field, that is not the case when it comes to these two particular plants, the mustard and the saffron, because those are inimical to grain, and therefore the onlooker will assume that the, it's not the neighbor's, but your own kilon that's been planted over there. That's a Tosiyonso's shot in the Mishnah. Now the Mishnah continues on and says that when you're planting two different species, we're going to have different rules about what separates and divides them. But if you have a natural divider, which will make it into two separate fields, even if you own the land, but something that naturally divides your land into two separate halachic fields, very much like what we saw back in Mesechus Peah, that um, if you have a natural divider, like halachic dividers, we'll see in the same kind of list in a second, um, then it divides your field into two halachic fields, and you have to leave Peah in each separate, quote-unquote, halachic field. You can't leave Peah for one field on the other. So, so to here, if you have a single tract of land, but it's divided up and broken up by some halachic um, barrier, if you will, that divides into two fields. So since now you're not planting a single field, Sadcha, your field, Kilaim, you can plant two separate species on either side of that barrier without having to worry about the other kinds of spacings or size requirements. So then the mission now says, what are the barriers which constitute a separation of your land in two separate fields? Vesomach labor, you can plant two different species abutting a boar. A boar is an unplowed unplanted soil, like a virgin soil that's never been um, cultivated before. Villanir, same goes for a um, plowed but unplanted section of land. Villagapa, a gapa is a, according to Bartanura, a stone wall that doesn't have mortar between the stones, so it like, divides up, it's a divider. Villaderech, and same goes if you have a little path, a derech, a little road um, running through your field. We're talking about even a, a, of little path or road that is uh, four almost across that's used to get you know from one person's property to another person's property as opposed to the shfil. But the derech, even a private derech of four almost across, is enough to act as a boundary that divides two fields. And therefore, a person could plant on either side of the, the derech without worrying about other requirements. Vela geder, same goes if you have a fence. Shehu gavoa asar tfachem. As long as that fence is ten tfachem high and shows four um Tfachem across, like long, not wide, but long, then that fence acts as a boundary and you can plant on either side of the fence without any further spacing requirements. Bilacharitz, same goes if you have a ditch. Jehu amok asara varba. If the ditch is 10 Tfachem deep and 4 Tfachem wide, it also constitutes a break in the field and you can plant on either side of it. Bilailan shu mesach al Also, if you have a tree, like a willow tree that kind of drapes onto the ground. Um, so then you kind of have two domains. You have sort of outside of the branches and the inside beneath the tree that's draped onto the ground. So as long as the branches of that tree, let's call it a willow tree, it's something like a willow tree, um, it's within three tefachim on the ground. So then um, it is as if it's like a separate domain beneath the tree and you can plant two different species, one beneath the tree and one outside the branches of the tree. Again, don't forget that when it comes to trees, there's no issue of kilim ever in terms of kilim's rhyme of planting the tree, so that's not a problem at all. 
And Villacella, same goes if you have bedrock. Sella is just a rock that like protrudes from the ground that just, you know, is part of the underlying rock, bedrock. So um, as long as that bedrock is Shu if it's 10 Tfachim high and 4 Tfachim wide, it constitutes a bona fide solid partition, dividing your land to two separate fields. And you can plant on either side of that rock. 